I'm Roy Lee Lindsay with the North Carolina Pork Council, and I want everyone to remember, bacon makes everything better. We promised the baseball coach, and next to me now is Coach Randy Hood. Let me brag about him briefly. Campbell is the basketball opponent tonight, and Coach Hood has truly worn both the Seahawks colors and the Camels colors. He led the league as a senior in hitting and set a record for stolen bases, and, and in the end, during his career with the Campbell Camels, the enemy now, he actually set 13 school records. I don't know how many he still holds, but I've known him more as a manager that I admire and a coach that I admire and a recruiter that I admire. Um, he also happened to be a minor league baseball teammate with Michael Jordan. Yes, mm. that Michael Jordan at one point. Uh, I have visited him in the baseball offices here at UNCW in the past. It is great to see you in person again, Coach. Welcome great. back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Great, DG. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. great to have yeah. you. Now tell me, I imagine you can still do a lot throwing the baseball, hitting the baseball, maybe not running, stolen base quite as much, but um, what do you remember most fondly when you were wearing the uniform in a different sense than when you put on the, the teal colors these days? I mean, the true athletes, we always still think we can do it and want to, honestly, if we had that chance, I think we would never give that part of it <laughs> yeah. up. Um, but no, just the 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 feeling of being able to go out there and and change the game on the field versus now where I can make some decisions but not always have uh, the true ability to make things actually change but um you know I uh, miss those days but I'm really you know it's been a long time since that part of my uh, <laughs> game has been there but um you know just I've enjoyed the coaching side of it a whole lot. Um, I've enjoyed, uh, you know, spent six years at Campbell out of pro baseball before I came here, and but the majority of my coaching career has been here at UNC Wilmington, and uh, yeah, I have a lot of um, fond memories at uh, Campbell, and that's my uh, alma mater. But um, I've been a Seahawk for 23 straight years, yeah. and uh, so this is uh, this is where I, you know, right now, really uh, think a lot of, and, and want to continue to help build. Well, 23 years is a long time. And for those who don't know, a couple of guys that Coach Hood helped mentor. Uh, Evan Phillips had 24 saves last year with the LA Dodgers. And I don't even know if you saw this because it's relatively recent news. He just signed or, or, or got in arbitration, I think, a $4 million deal yeah. with the Dodgers. Uh, former catcher here, Ryan Jeffers. Um, I read that he was originally a walk-on with the Seahawks. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, okay. Raleigh so, native. Um, uh, Sanderson High School Sanderson in Raleigh. Sanderson High School. He walks walked, on with the Seahawks? Walked on here his first year, and then basically just his next two years got better and better. Um, beat out an All-American, Nick Fight, who led the country in RBIs his sophomore year, uh, and, and just at, as a junior was drafted in the second round and got to the big leagues real quick, and like you said, just uh, signed a really good, nice deal. And in Jeffers' case, four seasons with the Minnesota Twins after his time at UNCW, and then, of course, working his way up through the uh, minor league baseball ranks. I have to ask you the Michael Jordan question. Um, UNCW fans have heard versions of this story before. 
But as you were a professional baseball player, part of that time was the Birmingham Barons. Right. Michael Jordan, in his famous detour from the NBA, was a minor league baseball player. You guys were teammates. What can you share? Uh, I could write a lot. <laughs> I could write a book. But, um, no, that 94 season was just something that you would have never even dreamed of happening as a minor league baseball player. Um, I was one of the 25 to 35 guys that actually got the experience being on that team. So uh, it was quite a unique experience to um, have arguably the, the most popular athlete in the world at that time on your team playing a sport that he had just won three world titles in basketball with the Chicago Bulls and now he's playing minor league baseball. So um, just all the uh, fanfare and all the uh, the stuff that just comes with Michael Jordan at that time of his career was amazing. Um, learned a lot, you know. Um, uh, did I lose a few at bats? I probably did, <laughs> but uh, I wasn't a prospect at that time. And um, you know, just uh, I look back now, and I was very fortunate to be a part of that situation. Um, you know, still have ways of potentially um, having a relationship with 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 Michael, um, and uh, it's just been. Uh, you know, something that I can always look back, think of different things. I still have um, odds and ends, like a pair of shoes, some golf clubs that he ended up giving me. So those are neat wow. items that, um, you know, people really don't know a lot about, but I, they're really fun things that I've been able to keep and have kind of just for my memories. And f oh, by the way, before Coach Hood was teammates with Michael Jordan in baseball, Michael Jordan, of course, famously was a product of Laney High School right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. One more reason that I love this place. Uh, congratulations on last year's regular season CAA title and tournament title and NCAA baseball championship bid, of course. In the bigger picture, I know it won't happen until this, the end of this ongoing season, but tell us what's happening. I love your ballpark. Like, yeah. I, I, w I, I think I've shared with you, I was a baseball player from five years old. I, I even pitched into my 20s, but not for my university. I wasn't good enough. I was a left-handed pitcher, so they kept inviting me back. Because if, if you can get it over the plate as a lefty in a, beer, right. in a beer league, they're going to invite you back every year. So I would, I would not have the perspective of how UNCW's baseball facilities compare to others. When I see them, I love them. You're right. But when I heard about... Uh, Mike Oblinger talking about the big plan. Just tell yeah. us what went into that. Um, the dugouts are going to change. The turf is going to change. The outfield yeah. wall is going to change. Um, and, and I guess you just have one more selling point beyond winning and having right. a university at the coast yeah. and, and your track record over 20 plus years now, counting your time as an assistant coach. No, it's, um, you know, Brooksville was built, the field itself was built back in the 70s. Okay. So, um, over the course of the years, there's not been a ton of what I would call um, upgrades or improvements to the field itself. Uh, the stadium, a concrete structure, was built in the 70s as well. But uh, just over the years and, and the way things have kind of changed with fields, with, whether it be in natural surfaces or artificial surfaces, uh, it's changed a lot. Um, you also have to have people to, to work on those facilities and, and to maintain them. And just at this point in our uh, career, as far as our university, um, we've made a decision that we're going to um, upgrade Brooksfield, which needs it, and we're going to do it with a different surface than what we're all used to. But it's not different to what's happening around the country with a lot of 
college surfaces and things like that. So um, getting a new field itself, um, getting more improved, um, what I would call more updated dugouts, um, improving our outfield fence and um, changing the dimensions a little bit. Uh, and then hopefully um, phase two, phase three, which is some more improvements to the stadium over the next two to three years, um, will we'll just hopefully allow us to uh, to stay up where we're at from a national standpoint, um, being a, one of the top mid-major programs in the country. Well, with that in mind, and that's not an exaggeration, one of the top mid-major programs in the country, correct me if I get these numbers wrong, but you've been here counting an assistant coach more than 20 years. I believe all 11 of the Seahawks trips to the NCAA baseball championship have been with I've, you as part of the staff. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to <laughs> to have been the assistant uh, for a lot of those and then the head coach this past year. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, a great ride. Woo. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of good players. You know, Coach Scaff hired me here and he had a great career here as well as a head coach. Um, but it's just been, uh, you know, a great run over the last two decades. And, um, you know, I just want to keep getting us to an even higher level that I think our program can get to. Well, you may not even know all these details, but in addition to being the CAA champions and having those renovations to look forward to, we have this new enterprise called the North Carolina Sports Network, and we're actually coming to your alma mater's visit to UNCW. So okay. in early May, okay. we're bringing our, our, our chief, our title sponsor coach is the North Carolina Pork Council. Pork so Council. if you'd like to volunteer your favorite pork product, okay. uh, I imagine Eastern bar style barbecue is somewhere on that list. Maybe you like bacon like I, I had I, I'm breakfast. making a plug here, <laughs> but my favorite barbecue place here in town is Moe's Original Barbecue. Cool. I know it might be a chain, but they have, outside of their barbecue, the wings are the best around. Plugs big, are welcome. Big time wings. Especially because they, they contribute to the North Carolina Pork Council. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's good, good business for us. In sports, we talk a lot about impact players who make a positive difference. When it comes to our state's economy, the North Carolina pork industry is a true MVP. Each year, the pork industry plays an important role in supporting rural communities across our state. It contributes more than $10 billion a year to the North Carolina economy and supports more than 44,000 jobs. Learn more about their positive impact at ncpork.org. The North Carolina Pork Council, the foundational partner of the North Carolina Sports Network. I, I have been to your home games. I love the environment. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, this is a school with 19 varsity sports, so there's a lot of different reasons to be excited about the Seahawks. But just give us a sense of what do you consider the Seahawk brand of baseball? Because when that place, when Brooksfield gets jumping, yeah. it's, it's awesome. And, yeah. and you guys aren't the only game in town, but in southeastern North Carolina, man, to me, your baseball games are as good as it gets. No, we have a great environment. We have great um, fans that come out uh, for all the games. Doesn't matter what the weather. You know, in college baseball, it starts in two weeks. So we could have some 30 degree weather. Yep. We could have 60 degree weather. Um, we hope for more 60 and higher than 30. But um, day in and day out, we, we average anywhere from 1,000 to 4,000 fans. It just depends on sometimes who we're playing yeah. and things like that. But um, in college baseball, that's a good crowds. Um, I would describe our brand as we're very blue collar. Um, we bring our lunch pail to work every day. Um, we want to work hard and do our best to um, 
not only win baseball games, but put out a good product day in and day out for, for the fans and the people here and the university and represent Wilmington and southeastern North Carolina as best as we can. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's a fun, like you said, environment. And when Brooksville gets rocking with 2,000 plus, um, uh, it's a neat atmosphere there. For those who don't know, we'll give more details between now and early May here on the North Carolina Sports Network. But we're literally we're bringing a pig to your game, okay, coach. Awesome, awesome. We're gonna we're gonna feed a hundred people cool. and then watch the Seahawks play coach's alma mater, the Campbell Camels, in the baseball game. Uh, that's May third, fourth, and fifth. Those two teams will be getting together. We'll be there for the opener of that series with all of our crew here at the North Carolina Sports Network. Evan Phillips, pitcher in the Major League Baseball. Ryan Jeffers, catcher in Major League Baseball. I dug out this number. It may be slightly outdated, but I have more than 80 former UNCW baseball players have been selected in baseball's amateur draft. Yeah, I think that's, that's, I think it's actually between free agents and people that's actually been drafted. It's it's over a hundred. Wow. But um, you know, we've had 13 guys to reach the major leagues. And, um, you know, we've currently got, you know, I think around eight or nine that are in the minor leagues. You mentioned Evan and Ryan that are in the big leagues. I think we've got a couple that are knocking on the door right now that uh, I know Landon Root, who just yep. graduated here yeah. a few years ago from Rocky Mount, North Carolina. He got invited to big league camp with the Giants. Greg Jones, who was a first round draft pick in 2019 out of Cary, North Carolina. Um, is knocking on the door with the Rays. He was in AAA with the Bulls a lot this past year. Nice. So um, we've got two or three guys that I'm hoping this coming season will be the, the 14th, 15th, 16 guys to get us to the big leagues. So uh, it's neat that uh, you know we're able to see those guys reach the highest level of, of baseball in the country. But um, it just speaks about the, the talent, the type of program that you've mentioned that uh, year in and year out we're able to to have some really good baseball players. We're with UNCW baseball coach Randy Hood here. And if you broaden the conversation slightly beyond what you just mentioned, which is the current state of Major League Baseball, the Cleveland Guardians pitching coach is Carl, Carl Willis, Willis, who's yes. in the UNCW Sports Hall of Fame, legendary pitcher for the Seahawks. I guess that would have been a little bit before your time. Yeah. Um, but also, Josh Bonifay. Yeah. You overlapped with him briefly, maybe, or almost. He was close, the end of the 90s. Close, yeah. Um, he, he was an executive or, or a, with the Rangers. a, a personal, pers player personnel, player development guy yes. with the Texas Rangers who just won the World Series. Yeah, he, he's responsible for their whole minor league system and the player development and what goes on. So everything that they're doing to get to the big leagues, He's in charge of that, so uh, it was huge to see the Rangers win, and he's a big part of their, their World Series. As we let you go, what is your message to both Seahawks Nation, who is familiar with your baseball program, but also maybe a broader audience? A lot of our viewers and listeners are in eastern North Carolina, as uh, I know your workouts have already begun, but the games are almost here. Yeah, we're um, literally yesterday, Friday was two weeks away from opening season. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Kent State here opening weekend. Our league's going to be as tough as it's ever been. Um, currently, uh, Northeastern's getting a lot of top 25 attention. Uh, Campbell, who's now in our league, has been perennially the last five years a top 25 team. 
Um, our club's going to be one of the top two or three teams in the league. Uh, it's, it's pretty special. Last year our league was ranked the seventh overall RPI yeah. league in the whole country out of 31 divisions. And you're a multi-bid league. Multi-bid league, and I think with Campbell coming in, we got a chance to potentially right now, I mean, D1 baseball covers college baseball as good as anybody. Yeah. They just came out a week or so ago and said they wouldn't be surprised that it, over the course of the year, Northeastern, Wilmington, Campbell could all be top 25 teams. And then there's several other teams that are really good in our, our league as well. So it's going to be a dogfight, and I'm looking forward to it. And, oh, by the way, let me squeeze one more thing in. I, I, I'm only here part-time, but if I were here full-time, I, I don't know your whole schedule off the top of my head. But I, one of the cool things about baseball, and I don't know how you do this scheduling-wise, you, you, you as a broader sports fan know that sometimes – the, the, the school from the bigger conference won't come to your place. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, coaches will, they just hate on that in football and sometimes mm -hmm. men's basketball. Coach Siddle will talk about it sometimes. He's like, yeah. I can't get teams to play us here. Yeah. I know in your case, Carolina's coming here. Yeah, home and home with Carolina. State's coming here. Home and home EC with ECU. ECU. <laughs> uh, coastal. Play, coastal. We play Wake Forest at the AAA ballpark in Durham. Cool. Boston College plays a midweek game here. Liberty plays a midweek game here. Um, That's awesome. We go and have a three-game weekend at Charlotte, which is a very strong program. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we we don't dodge anyone, <laughs> and no one dodges us. That's cool. Which that's the great thing about college baseball—you get to play great teams every game. I'm glad you put it that way because that is different about college baseball. Yeah. You yeah. do not get the willingness to do the home and home the way you just outlined with the, the pack, the Pirates, the Eels, the Chanticleers, the Camels, obviously you guys are continuing that tradition just in the conference right. form instead of non-conference rivals. So that'll be fun, especially for you. I don't know if you'll be emotional when that uh, weekend arrives. Maybe you're I, over I, that I, by I now. I don't get any emotions <laughs> like that anymore. I just uh, want to beat them very bad and, uh, and then hopefully go shut uh, Coach Hare's hand after the end and, yeah. uh, and wish him well. His name is Randy Hood. He leads one of the best mid-major baseball programs in the country here at UNC Wilmington. Uh, thanks for stopping by, Coach. Appreciate your, your warmth and hospitality and, of course, your baseball knowledge. Uh, we always have fun seeing you. So good luck this season. Uh, we'll be there feeding your fans on May 3rd. Sounds but fun. I'm sure I'll see you between now and then. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it, DJ. You got it. Yes, good sir. to see you, Coach.